0: Hey everybody, thank you for downloading this mini-movie review. I thought I'd do something a little special for the holidays, so I decided to do 2016's Red Christmas. I gave you my heart, and the very next day you tried to murder my family. I'm doing 2016's Red Christmas. It is an Australian horror film written, directed, and produced by Craig Anderson. I picked this movie. Uh, Well, the main reason is Dee Wallace. I really like her as an actress. You would know her. You know her. I mean, you would know her from, I mean, she was in The Hills Have Eyes. She was the mom in Cujo. She was the mom in Critters. She's great. So that's one reason why I want to check out this movie. I heard some, you know, fun things about it. I heard that she really acted like at least put a lot of effort into it. I don't know if it's going to be necessarily a a great movie, but I'm still excited to see it. Like I said, this is an Australian horror film. Came out in 2016, Red Christmas. It also stars Jeff Morell. And David Collins. It was released June 17th, 2016 in Sydney. It runs 82 minutes. It was distributed by The Umbrella Entertainment. Artsploitation Films. Basically the plot, it's, it's fairly simple I think. A family in Australia gathers around for Christmas. Now part of me now is wondering, is Dee Wallace going to have an accent? Because normally she does not. So this could be interesting as well. But family gets together for Christmas. A stranger... A cloaked stranger who's apparently named Cletus comes to the house and he's very very strange and threatening the family and basically Dee Wallace's character I think as the matriarch of the family has to try to figure it out and save her family. So that's basically it. So I don't want to get too much into it. It looks like it's going to be pretty fun. So you can, I, I'm watching it on Netflix so I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how long it's going to be on there but it's been on there for a little while so if you want to check it out before you listen to the second half. Go ahead. It's probably going to be fun for what it is. You know, hey, slasher, slash, slash. At least I think that's what it is. But a nice holiday movie. So I'm going to go and watch Red Christmas and I'll be back and let you know what I think. Okay, and I'm back. So I finished watching Red Christmas and I just want to say real quick, I was not aware on, um, I mean, I kind of had a small inkling on what some of the, the movie was about. So I want to just put out a little warning before I get started that this movie does cover some stuff with abortion. So just in case that's, you know, anyone out there is you know is more sensitive to it, or I'm going to probably talk a little bit about it. Nothing like crazy or, or like too in depth or anything, but the movie does hit on it a lot. So fair warning. That's what I'm going to be talking about a little bit with this movie. So let's get on with the rest of Red Christmas. Oh, you guys, this, uh, this movie, it was, uh, it was something. Basically starts out in an abortion clinic where this like Christian activist group or something bombs it. You can't really tell exactly what's going on. That's the weird thing about this movie. The, the camera angles and the editing were just the editing itself was just really bad um with this movie it's it's rare that i come across a movie or where i'm like did they even know like what was happening because towards the end like the last 20-30 minutes i there are multiple times where i'm like what is even happening it either happens so fast or it's so jilted looking that you can't really tell what just happened so the movie kind of starts out like that so this the this bomb goes off at the abortion clinic and then it shows like this this bucket and this little tiny like little teeny baby hand coming out of it and then some guy grabs it and takes it with him to like raise it so first of all like right there I'm like I don't think that's normally how it goes and there's some more with that I will get into later but it's like I don't I don't think they just toss it in a bucket and then kick it across the room and then it's still alive I don't know I don't know we'll get like I said we'll get into it so then it cuts to 20 years later and there's a man you you find out it's like the same man he dies and there the, he is ra- he has raised this baby to really be into like this like real strict christian creepy self-flagellating childhood it's really weird that like that's the kind of relation it didn't that they didn't just raise this child more normal So then the dad dies or whatever and then this kid who is now 20 and kind of like you don't really see his face. He's kind of a creature. Apparently things were wrong with him. He's kind of getting his stuff together. He wants to go find his mother. Cuts over to this family. Dee Wallace is the mom and she just put her little heart and they weren't kidding. When When I heard about that, she put her heart into this movie. She had a great time. I really enjoyed her in it. I mean, she was all over the place on some parts, but it was just, she had a good time. I mean, I liked a couple of the other characters, but really a lot of the family members weren't anything to really get involved with. They were either horrible people or making dumb choices. So it was hard to really even get into any of the people there. But it's basically, you know, it's it's Christmas and she she's about 60 years old or so and she's got a bunch of kids. Most of them were like adopted. Um, one of the sons, Jerry... I think that's his name. He has Down syndrome. And I think he's like the only maybe biological kid. Then there's like a daughter who's in high school or getting out of high school. And then there's uh, a married couple. One of the ones, the daughter, she's very pregnant, which right away I was like, okay, well, we're going to have a baby here. That's, I mean, she was very pregnant. And then there was another couple who are kind of more religious. Husband is like a pastor and then the wife and they're having trouble conceiving. A lot of this movie has to do with conceiving and babies and things like it's just like real all over the place with that so they're all you know they're doing their Christmas stuff you know you find out like just some random things like about the family and you know there's also like an uncle there and the dad has passed away and you're finding out that this is the last Christmas at that house and some of the kids aren't very happy about it but like part of me is like you know what Dean Wallace she, her character she she's 60 and she said that her and the husband agreed they would get rid of the house at 60 and that's what she's doing. She wants to go to Europe and eat, pray, love her way through, you know, that country and have a good time. And then they're all bummed because Jerry's going to go to an assisted living home. and But he seemed fine with it. So I'm like, why is everyone biting her head off? So then they get this knock at the door. Well, actually, let me step back a little bit. Because some of the, there are some fun kills in this movie. I will give it that. It was pretty fun for that. So this kid creature thing... Um, has this black cloak on. He looks kind of like the Grim Reaper and he's walking through the woods up to this house. And their house is like in the middle of nowhere. And there really isn't much Australian about this movie. One or two of the adopted children have an accent, but that's it. D. Wallace isn't trying to do an accent or anything like that. And he comes across this guy who's out there like drinking and using a um, like an, an ax sharpener to like sharpen his knives and things like that. And he comes over and he's like, you know, the, the, guy, the guy, the creature thing or whatever, has a really it's hard for him to talk and to walk like you can tell he's pretty deformed underneath whatever he's wearing and he has a little suitcase and a letter for that says mother on it and he's trying to find his mom and this guy just gives him a real hard time and like pushes him down and starts to urinate on him and I was like oh I know what's coming I was like he's gonna he's gonna rip it off and so he got so frustrated he did he rips it off and then they kind of show you know the penis later for like a second like laying bloody on a table and then he comes out and he is like Used the knife saw, like a sharpener to the guy's face. So it was a pretty good scene. I was like, okay, like, and this was pretty early in the movie. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm in, I'm in. So anyway, back to the house, they're all doing Christmas gifts or whatever. And they get the knock on the door and this part, I mean, like I said, some of the characters here make really dumb decisions. She opens the door and there's this half to figure, like his face is all wrapped up like the invisible man, but he's got a cloak on and he's got his suitcase and his letter and he knocks on the door and he asks about, you know, her name. And she's like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, I'm here to see my mother. And she's like, what? And then he's, I don't know, she basically offered, lets him come inside for like a drink to rest because he's acting like he doesn't feel well. Why would you ever let him in your house? Like have him wait on the porch and get him a glass of water or something. Like there's no way you would let him in this house. I don't care if it's Christmas or not, but she does. And her kids are like, what are you doing? This guy's a freak. And he doesn't know what like presents are so they had to explain him that and they give him a gift and like it starts to escalate because he wants to read this letter and he starts to read it and then D. Wallace's character just goes off on him and says you need to get out and so the uncle wrestles him outside and pushes him down and then D. Wallace takes the, it was a jar of peanuts or whatever for the gift which one of the daughters is apparently allergic to and the I don't know, it's real stupid later, but she throws it and like uh, D. Wallace throws the jar and hits him in the head and I was like, geez. And so they're trying to decide if they want to call the police, but they decide not to. And this is all during the day and you're not quite sure. I mean, it didn't didn't really take long to figure out, but D. Wallace was the mom of this creature kid. She had had an abortion. That's why she was so upset. The kids didn't know that to the kids. uh, She had had a miscarriage, like it was hard for her to conceive and that's what she said. This, this movie also hits a lot on, like, Dee Wallace is really, like, anti-Christian zealot stuff or Christian, you know, because of what happened when she was at the clinic. And so she kind of harps on the, the pastor husband a little bit. There's some, there's some some tension there with him and the family. He's also, the pastor is apparently, like, a closeted homosexual that he's having hard times with that. That could be why him and his wife are having a hard time getting pregnant. It's just, a there's a bunch of little things they throw in with the characters that add some depth to them, but really they're not great people, some of them. So it's kind of like, all right, you know, they they do establish the family pretty well, I think for the most part, considering it's an 82 minute long movie. Okay, so they kick the guy out. That's during the day. It gets, it goes to nightfall. You know, they're all just kind of like hanging out, you know, trying to forget about what happened. And the younger daughter, I think her name was Hope, goes outside and she sees the jar the present of the the peanuts and for some reason like she's out there smoking weed or something and she goes to touch it which is like or like look at it and it's like you're allergic why are you even i don't understand why she doesn't get it through her head that she shouldn't get near him and as she's doing that the the cloaked guy which his name is cletus so i'll just start calling him cletus Cletus comes up behind her and they don't always show everything but like she he takes this axe and he splits her in half right through the head and her body just like breaks in half and I laughed for like a solid minute. It was a very cathartic laugh. I had a good time with that. I was just like first of all that does not happen. I'm just like ha 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 like it's like going off and she just like breaks in half directly from her head down and splits down and falls and he just leaves and then eventually they go out to look for her. They find her, it kicks everything off. That's when all of a sudden the camera starts getting real crazy and shaky and like trying to get you to feel the tension. And then like the, the rooms like change color. Like they're like green or red and, and everything's going crazy. And like he cuts the power and the Cletus cuts the power in the house. And, and one by one, he starts trying to take them all out all in the meantime, trying to reach Dee Wallace and just be like, I'm your son. Or, you know, why did you not love me? And all this stuff like that, it gets to the end here. By now, Dee Wallace has pretty much had it. She's sick of this guy taking out her family. And there's also a really great... Like, she's just, like, throwing out swear words. It's great. There's this one scene that made me laugh again, too, that she finds out the one that he takes off, like, with the car and kills her brother or something, or brother-in-law. And she just stands there, and she's like, Fuck! And just, like, just stands there screaming and chasing after him. And uh, I, la- I found... that I actually... I thought it was quite fun movie for the most part. It wasn't great, but it was fun. And so the editing gets all crazy at the end and there's a thing with like an anchor with a chain that Cletus wraps around her neck and it like chokes her out and you think she died. And then the baby gets born upstairs like I was right. The baby, you know, the baby shows up, they're trying to give birth to this baby and he goes up there to like take the baby after he like kills everybody. And then Dee Wallace comes running out of nowhere with this anchor chain still like around her body or her neck. So I don't, I'm like, did she drag that up the stairs? I'm like laughing. And she just comes up and like charges at him and goes, goes out the window, like throws the anchor at him. And he goes flying out the window, I think, and falls. And then the anchor goes with it and drags her and the, or something like that. And she gets hung out the window. It all happens in a span of like 10 seconds. And I was like, what is happening with this movie? she kills him and then she ends up accidentally hanging herself with this chain and it's just all over the place and again the editing's really bad i wasn't sure exactly what was all happening it just jumps around a lot or it seems like scenes were cut out that could have maybe helped push the movie along or like connect the dots a little bit more but all in all i had a good time watching the movie i laughed quite a bit and the kills were fun I don't know if they meant it to be like that, but it's kind of a silly slasher. I mean, there is a little bit, like I said, on the stuff on abortion, but they kind of come at it a little at both, from both sides. What you end up finding out is she aborted Cletus late in, which really, I was like, what was he like eight and a half months? Like, if you really like, I mean, technically you could just, just birth them and give them to adoption, but that, like I said, it's all over the, it kind of makes you think a little like what you would do, but like, not really. It just seemed weird to me because what had happened was she got pregnant, she found out it was going to have Down syndrome, like Jerry, and she, her husband was dying of cancer or something, and she didn't feel like she could handle another child with that same sort of disability, so she decided to terminate the pregnancy. What I found weird was that she did it really late in the term, and I feel like, She already knew he had it. So that means she had to have had like an amniocentesis or something. So she already knew a while back. I just don't know why she waited so long. I guess because there would be no movie. But she waited so long and then it was like still alive. So then he takes off the mask and shows you Cletus does. And it's more than Down syndrome. It's not Down. Like he's, his eyeballs like bulging out of his head. And he's got this huge like face and his feet are bad. Like, and I'm like, that's not Down syndrome, but okay. And so, yeah, so the movie's all over the place. But I did have a good time watching it. I'm not going to say it's great, but if you want to give it a roll for the fun kills and it's a quick 90 minutes or so, check it out. I'm going to give it out of jars of peanuts. I'll do jar- jars of peanuts. Four out of 10 jars of peanuts. I'm not giving it that high because like I said, it wasn't well edited and well thought out for the most part, but it was still a good time and everyone seemed like, or like the kills were good and and Dee Wallace really did shine for what, you know, for what it was. Uh, So I'll give it 4 out of 10 jars of peanuts for 2016's Red Christmas. Thank you for listening.